Hello, this is Pastor Manning. Welcome to the Beacon of Hope podcast. Coming to you from Lighthouse Baptist Church at 2032 Cedar Hill Road. Quick thought for you today. I want to speak to you about the influence of proximity. Interesting passage in the book of Acts in the 18th chapter. Paul, the apostle, has been teaching people in a synagogue. And those people were not receiving the word of God. He reasoned with them in Acts 18 verse 4. It says he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. And so he was there regularly doing this. And yet the response overall of those people in verse 6 of that chapter says, and when they opposed themselves and blasphemed. So they uh, wouldn't receive the gospel. They wanted to argue, and they actually got to where they were speaking ill of the Lord and blaspheming over it. Paul's response to that in verse 6, it says he shook his raiment, which was a symbolism of being done with something. He shook his raiment and said unto them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am clean. From henceforth I will go unto the Gentiles. Then the next verse, he says, He departed thence and entered into a man's house named Justice, one that worshiped God, whose house joined hard to the synagogue. So this fellow Justice, his house was actually physically up against, abutted up against the synagogue. And then verse 8, interesting verse, it says, And Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his house, and many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed, and were baptized. It's interesting that Paul declares that he's going to the Gentiles. And of course, he was apostle to the Gentiles. But he had been teaching, he had been reasoning, he had been teaching in the synagogues. They didn't want to hear anything. And Paul says, I'm going to go to the Gentiles with the message of Christ. He goes, and the Gentiles are very receptive to him. But it's interesting Two verses, second verse after, it declares that Paul went to the Gentiles. You have the chief ruler of the synagogue and his family accepting Christ. I wonder how much of that was affected. Of course, he had heard the reasoning of Paul. He had heard the teaching. I understand that. But I wonder how much of it was affected by that verse between when Paul said, I go to the Gentiles, and when it tells us that Crispus had received Christ, and that verse almost just seems like a transition, but it may actually have more than that in it. It says, He departed thence and entered into a certain man's house named Justice, one that worshiped God, whose house joined hard to the synagogue. Next verse, Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, gets saved. Talk about the influence of proximity. I wonder how much of that conversion of Crispus came about because Paul had taken up temporary residence and was living in a house that put him in direct connection, direct proximity with that synagogue. Chief ruler of the synagogue would have had much to do at the synagogue, which would have put him there often. Paul's living in a house that actually abuts up against that synagogue. And so there was an interaction between Crispus and Paul, and it would have afforded 
Crispus a chance to come and tell Paul, or, or see Paul rather, and see how Paul was acting and his manner of life and that, giving that combined influence. The, uh, the influence of proximity. It is a great tool that we have available as Christians to be a good witness and a good service for our God by being a neighbor, by being a customer, by being a, a uh, employee that is worth watching in our behavior. Um, <laughs> proximity, where someone getting in close can see the validity of the Christianity that we profess. I'll not take time in this thought to bring in the thought of how the opposite could work. We understand that. My emphasis today is this, that we have an opportunity through proximity to show forth the Lord Jesus Christ. When your neighbors see you consistently leaving for church when it's church time, you're teaching them something. You're enforcing something. Maybe they say, well, there those folks go again. They, it's church day. They go to church. You're putting something good in their mind. When your coworkers notice you not being showy, not being, you know, showy about it, but they notice that before you eat your meal at lunchtime, if there's a break room, if you're in that type of work situation, that you bow your head for a moment. Thank the Lord for what you have. You're teaching them something when you do that. When they see you about the house and out in your yard and you're decent and uh, your behavior's good and your 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 house is kept well and your uh, uh, your living speaks of the Savior that you profess, you do a lot of good. I don't know for sure. Can't teach it as hard, steadfast doctrine. But it's not accidental that Paul turns to the Gentiles. He moves in the house there at Justice's house, which is right hard up against the synagogue. And the next verse, the ruler of that synagogue gets saved. It's an amazing thing. God wants to use the influence of your proximity. The best way we can use that proximity for influence as if our life and heart has integrity towards God so that those looking on upon us can see a good example of Jesus Christ. May this stir us today. May this stir us to be genuine before the Lord. God bless you. Have a great day.